starts off by Yidab Hashem HaMoshe Bahar Sinai Lamor that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe in Har Sinai and he goes on to tell him the halachas of the Shemitah and Rashi famously asks Ma'inin Shemitah Eitzel Har Sinai what's the connection between Shemitah and Har Sinai and Rashi says that Ma Shemitah the Kloloseha of the Kloloseha were said by Sinai so just like Shemitah all the Kloloseha for the Kloloseha so too all the halachas of the Torah were the same thing Avkula Nemer Kloloseha for the Kloloseha for Sinai and the Klayoka gives us a little bit of a remez, and it seems that he's coming to answer why specifically the mitzvah of Shemitah was chosen to teach us this halacha. And he says that if you look by Har Sinai, so the Klai Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim, they counted 49 days, they came to Har Sinai, where they were makdish Har Sinai for the Torah. There was an Isra of Zariah, there was an Isra of Harisha, there was a Chorus, there was a certain amount of Chorus that was done, Chorus al-Alucha, there was a form of Cheres, there was a Shefer, there was the Yoivo that blew. All these things came together to be Makdish Har Sinai. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says the Klayoka, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he comes, when we're coming into Eretz Yisrael, this halacha was said, Kisavoyu al Eretz Yisrael, when you're coming into Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that Eretz Yisrael, which is a form of the Torah, because we know Avira the Eretz Yisrael Machkim, or Torah of Eretz Yisrael, is not like Torah, it's a special level of Eretz Yisrael. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give the same Kedusha that was done, the same way it was done the Kedusha for Har Sinai and the Torah was given, so too the Kedusha should be given to Eretz Yisrael. We have a, the, the, the number 49, we count 49, there's the Isser of Harish of Israel, there was a Shoifer, there was a Cheres, there was an Avdus of Cheres, all that the idea of Eretz Yisrael should be a Zecher for, for the Maimed Har Sinai. Not that that's the Iker Tam of the Shemitah, but the idea of when we're coming into Eretz Yisrael, we want to show that the, it has some sort of remez to the Torah that was given in Har Sinai, so to the Torah that was given in Eretz Yisrael. Just to add a little bit, the Klayokar himself says in last week's parsha, he says that there was no date for Shavuos. There was no specific date that happened on this date. So he says, because by Har Sinai, there's halacha, we learn from the Sukkim of Har Sinai, it constantly says, Hayoyim, Hayoyim, Hayoyim Atem, Hayoyim Atem. That when it comes to Torah, everything has to be Kayoyim that you got it. Kayoyim Nesinaser B'Sinai. You have to look at each and every mitzvah that you do really has to be like it's today, that you got it today, the same excitement that you got it today. How does that happen? So the, it is actually a chazanish that says that when we do mitzvahs, which we constantly do, but we do it with detailed, with detail-oriented, so that's as if we're doing it as if we got it from Harsina. That shows the chashivas that we got it from Harsina. We're careful how we do it. So it could be, that's why also it means the connection between the, the, the Shemitah and Harsina. That uh, the, connect, the connection no, between uh, the correction, no, I'm sorry, the, the connection between Shemitah and Har Sinai as well. That Shemitah is a mitzvah which comes every six years when a person does it. There's not uh, every seven years. There's not that often that a person will have the opportunity to do Shemitah. So when he looks towards Shemitah and he does the Shemitah, he does it with with his chaches. So the idea also, based on what the Klayoka says, that it's a, a remez to Har Sinai, is that Shemitah brings out that is din of his also. That when we do the mitzvahs, it has to be done with the same his that we have for Shemitah, just like we got every other mitzvah from the Sinos of Sinai. But when it comes to the, when it comes to the actual time of Shemitah, so the Klayoka goes and he says, he brings down the other Mepharshim, the other Rishonim, some Rishonim say that it was to make sure that the field stays good, you need a break every once in a while. Other Rishonim say that it was a Chiddush HaOlam, just like by the Chiddush HaOlam there was six days and then there was Shabbos, so to Shemitah every six years and then the seventh year the Shemitah. But he says, he doesn't go with all these Pshatim and he says, I'm going to say a Tam, which is Nachar, Nubar, Yoyser Mikol, HaPerusha. And he explains that when a person comes into, Pesach says, Kisovo Yel Eretz Yisrael, when you come into Eretz Yisrael, 
So a person will think that when he comes into Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him Eretz Yisrael, and now that they're working the field and they're building up the industry, they're building up the agriculture, so there'll be a form of Koichi Voitzim Yodi. All of a sudden, the Koichi Voitzim Yodi will take effect. I actually just saw, a, 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 there's an old joke that says that there was a fellow that uh, was desperate for a uh, parking spot. And he pulls into the parking lot and there was no, no spots. So he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please, if you give me a spot, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this. And all of a sudden, someone pulls out and he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, forget it, I, I took care of it, I got it on my own. And uh, Avi, Avi Solomon showed me a story from his father. His father wrote an interesting story. I think it's a marshal with Rav Noach Weinberg. He wrote a book with Rav Noach Weinberg and he writes that there was a fellow that lost all his money. He was once a wealthy person and he lost all his money. He had $100 left. And he wasn't sure what to do with the $100. He happened to be riding by a horse racing track. And he saw that uh, one of the horses had 3,000 to one odds. If he put down the $100 and that horse won, he'd be back in business. $300,000, he'd be back in business. So he decides, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. So he goes to the track. He puts it on the, on the one that the 3,001. And he thinks, you know, I, gotta, I don't think it's going to happen. So I have to start diving. So he says, Baruch, listen, uh, don't make me look so bad. When the horses get going, make sure he's, he gets out good. He gets out good. He's part of the race, at least. Okay? The horse gets out. He's still part of the race. And then he says, you know what? So far, everything's, you're doing good. You're doing good. Give me, like, another. I just need this to make it exciting. You know, keep it going. Keep it going. Just keep, it, keep it going a little longer. Okay? It keeps going a little longer. And then the, he says, you know what? It's going very good. Put him ahead. Put him in the lead. Right? So he puts him in the lead. He says, you know, it's going great, but... I'm still, you know, I just need, like, show me for sure that it's gone. I need to be five lengths ahead, and then, then everything's good. So the horse goes five lengths ahead, and he's going to coast to victory. So then he says to Hakash, he says, okay, God, thank you very much. I got the rest. I could handle, I could handle the rest. There's an Indian of that thing that with Kisavoyola, or it says the Klayokar, that a person will think that... HaKadosh Baruch gave him the land, but there's an idea of Koyichi Voitzim Yadi, and that's not what happened. When they went to Eretz Yisrael, the Tzirenim were very much that they build up Eretz Yisrael, and there was the union of Koychem Vo'itzim Yodi. Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to give you the halachas of Shemitah, which he says are three nisim in the halachas of Shemitah. Number one is that normally for a field to grow properly, it needs a break in between. I think in most, most lands, he says, there were two years, and then the third year was a break. Here you have planting for six years straight. Number two, he says, even if the planting is going for six years, you would think by that at the end of the sixth year, sixth year, it wouldn't be so strong. And here, the sixth year is strong enough to go for three years. And then he says, which is the biggest nes mikulam, he says, and he, he's medayik all this from Sukkum, but it says, v'osa esa tfua There's a hey hayadiyah, the tfua. The same tfua that was done for the six years, that tfua, that amount of tfua will be for the next three years. He said, that's the gadol shabakulam, that you're able to take a small amount and allow that small amount to last for three years. That you'll be misparuch, but mayor, like Rashi says, and it'll be that, that's the idea. So he says the idea is that these three nisim were put into place in Shemitah, that's the idea of the Shemitah, to give us this, to be mashrish for us, this idea that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the, is the Bailam, and we have to have a Muna B'tochen constantly, just like by the Yorde Hamon, they have to have a constant Amuna to get the thing. So too we see from the way the fields grow, which is not the normal Tiva of the way fields grow, which which not the normal way which they produce, there'll be a constant real realization that we have to be to be soimachanakarish bochu. I saw a mice from the Megala Mukais. He says that there was a fellow that lived in some out-of-town place and there was no malamdim for the for his kids. So he used to teach he used to teach his kids. And 
he was a businessman, so when he had to go away on business, they, they were off. Uh, school was out that day. They, they made bonfires. I don't know, but they, but they, but they were off. They had nothing what to do. And he comes to the train station, and he sees a guy there selling bagels. And he starts over to him, and he starts talking to him, and he started asking him questions, like, what's with Truma, Meisers, uh, Brochus? He started handling him. And he saw the guy, knew what he was talking about. He saw the guy knew the halachas. So he said to him, you know, do me a favor. How much money do you make every day selling your bagels? So he told him the amount, and he says, do me a favor. I'm going to give you that amount right now. Go to my house and go learn with my kids. I see that you're able to learn. Fine. And that's what happened. Every time he went out, he would go ahead and go over to the bagel man, and the bagel man would go teach his kids. And there was one time that he had to go away for a month. So he came over to the bagel man, and he says, listen, you're off for a month. Please spend your next month in my house teaching my kids. Okay? He comes home after the month, and he gets off the train, and he sees the guy selling the bagels. He says, chutzpah, I'm paying you for this and this and this, and you're still selling bagels? You're, you're, you're doubling up? What's going on here? And before he gets a chance, he takes him right away to the rub with the, the Megal HaMukas, and he tells the Megal HaMukas the whole story, and, and the Megal HaMukas turns to him and says, oh, the guy's right, well, what are you doing? He says, I'll tell you the truth. When I, it was a month. I never did it so long for a month where I would go ahead and teach the kids. And after a couple of days, my wife tells me that there's something different in the house. Because every day we sold the bagels, whatever we made, that's what we ate for that day. We knew we needed Parnosa for that day. Once I went ahead and it, and it was for a month, and then I realized that I had Parnosa for a month, I lost, the house was not the same. It wasn't working with the same Amuna. So my wife said, that's it, you gotta go back. And I don't know what ended up happening with the, with the bagels, but, the, but the, that's the idea and behind uh, the Shemitah, the Shemitah is that to be Mashrish boss in the Munam Betochen. And Shamshur Paul Hirsch says that this is good for the farmers. You know, the farmers have the ability, they understand that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But what about the businessmen? And therefore he says that's the connection. The Pesach says right after the Parsha of Shemitah and the Parsha of Yovel, it goes into Aino. Aino is Marm, Aino is Marman, Aino is Dvarm. And he says, so businessman could think to himself that business is business. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a mensch and niche, but if I don't, act in a certain way in business, then the business is going to go. You know, otherwise, the people control me, and I, can't, I have to run the business like a business. And he's a different person when it comes to the business and when it comes to the way he acts in other places. So therefore, that's the connection, says Rosham Shavol Hirsch, between the Shemitah and the Aino, that the same Amuna Betochen that you have that's necessary to teach us for Amuna and when it comes to the agriculture, it comes for the Sodas, that's the same way a person should go with the business. I saw once a story, I hope I get in the details right, that there was a fellow, you know, in every office they write what the person does, the president, the vice president, and they wanted to write on the owner of the company, it was a big company, they wanted to write on his office to a boss. And he would not let anyone call him boss. He says, there's only one boss, the boss is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he used to point to the, whenever someone called him boss, he said, that's the boss, that's the boss. And that became the way the company was run. And there were some disgruntled employees that were upset at him, and they sent in some thugs to, to get this guy, and they didn't know where his office was, so they said, where's the boss's office? So everyone points up there, up there. So they start going up, and by the time they, they went up, they realized that these guys don't belong there, and they were able to, to save him. But that's the idea, says Rosham Shonafalar, that the idea is that the same way, and that's the connection between the Shemitah and the Aino, that the same concept of works in the fields, and it works the same way when it comes to business. The, the, the measure springs down, it says, the, the parasha continues, it says, when a person's poor, and the measure springs down, ashrei maskil el dal. Ashrei maskil, I mean, do you say el dal? And I saw from one of the Magidim in Vilna, he, gave, he said like this, he said that uh, uh, we know that we learn certain characteristics from behemoths. This behemoth is a lazy, this behemoth is a resist, this behemoth is this, this behemoth is that. 
that's all when it comes to behemoths. But when it comes to an Adam, an Adam has the seichel to know that not only am I supposed to do like this, sometimes I'm supposed to do like this, sometimes I'm supposed to do like that. So he says that there are some people that you find that they're constantly nervous. They're anxious, they're nervous, what's going to be? I have to make money, I have to put away money. If not for me, even if I have enough, what it's going to be when my kids have a... They're, they're anxious about it, they get nervous about these things. Other people, he says, they're not nervous, you know, they, they're more easy, they go, they go lucky, they you know, take it as it comes. When it comes, I'll worry about it. And they, you know, that's the way, there are two different types of people that that's the way they, they, they manage. So he says that we're coming now after the parsha of Shemitah. And we're coming after the parsha of Shemitah where we were talking about betochen, betochen, that you have to have betochen. Now it's going to come to a poor person. You're going to, the poor person is going to come to you for money. And you'll say, betochen, betochen, don't worry, you should have betochen. So he says, ashrei maskil odal. The betochen part, that's for you. That's for, that's for your part. But when it comes to the dal, you have to be master of dal, and you have to change your betochen to be vechzakta, but you can't rely on the betochen for somebody else. When it comes to somebody else's thing, then you can't rely on That's the ashrei maskil el dal. That you have to change from the way you were by the Shemitah, where you were mashrish, the emunah betochen in yourself, that when it comes to the dal, you have to go to the opposite and not tell him to, to, to rely on betochen. Maybe you could say... I, the uh, the Panovicharov after the war, it was actually the middle of the war, I think the middle of the war, he opened up an orphanage for the Jewish children and there was a, a, a train or whatever was coming in. And he realized that the place where he set up for the children did not have any blankets, didn't have anything. So he called uh, everyone to the town meeting and he says, I have a... I want to speak to everybody. Everybody comes to, to the, hear the Panovich Arov speech, and he says, we know that it says by Rabbi Akiva, it brings down that if there were two people that were walking in the desert, and there was only enough warm water for one of them, so we say, Chayecha Koidman, and the one who has the water could, should drink it, he shouldn't, uh, doesn't have to give it to another person. And he says that there's a Taisus that says, also in the get to this week's parasha, it says that when it comes to an Evid, so Kona Evid La'atzme, that if a person buys an Evid, he's really Koidman Evid La'atzme, because if he only has one pillow and he only has one blanket, he's got to give it to the Evet. He loses the pillow and the Evet. So as the part of which you're up, he says, I don't understand. We have a din of Chayach HaKoytman. We see Chayach HaKoytman. Why am I mechuyiv to give the pillow and the blanket to the Evet? So therefore the Panovich Yerov said, and he said, it really is Chayach HaKoytman. Because there's no way that a person could sleep if he knew that somebody else didn't have the pillows and the blankets. So the Chayach HaKoytman is to give them the pillows and the blanket. That's good for the Chayach HaKoytman. And therefore he says, I need everyone to, to be mishtat. If you guys want to sleep tonight, I need all the, the pillows and the blankets. But my, my grandfather, Blaise Lopin, said a different shot. He said, that if, if the Odin is going to take the pillow for himself, so then the Evet, so, okay, fine. The, if, the, if the Evet takes the pillow and the Odin doesn't have the pillow, so then the Odin says, okay, tonight I have to sleep without a pillow. I'm, I'm missing comfort. But if the Evet doesn't have the pillow, to him, not having the pillow means that he's an Evet. You're telling him that you're an Evet. He's not only is he missing the comfort of having a pillow, but you're telling him you are an Evet. That's why you don't have the pillow. You're rubbing it into him, and that's why you, can't, you have to give it to the Evet. So it could be that the Pshat. Ashri Maskil El Dal. That is, sometimes you'll have, a poor, you'll have a poor person, and you have to be Machzikim. But the idea is also that you have to use your seichel not to make him a dal, not to make him feel like that. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a dal. I know somebody that he told me that uh, there was a fellow that pays for a person that didn't have a job, he didn't have any money. He pays him 
pays the owner of the company to hire this guy. He pays the guy's salary just so this guy should, shouldn't feel like, he should feel like he's, he's accomplishing. So maybe that's the idea. Ashrei maskil el is you have to go ahead and make sure that this person does not, does not feel like a, a dal. Just I saw from the Chavetz Chaim a fascinating thing. He says at, when the, at the end of the parasha when it says that a person has to sell himself as an Evid, so then he has to be masig, the doidoi ben doidoi ben they'll come and they'll make enough money and they'll come ahead and they'll, and they want to redeem him. So then you have to make a cheshven, because since he was supposed to go out by yoivel, so how many years did he work from the yoivel and you'll make a cheshven, according to how many years he worked, if based on the amount of time that it would have been to yoivel, he would have worked, how many of those years did he actually work, and then you and that's the way you pay him. So the Chavetz Chaim says, this is the same concept where we, people ask themselves and they say, listen, the previous doyrus were much greater than our doyrus. And the Mashiach didn't come because of the previous doyrus. How is our door going to go ahead and, and bring Mashiach? So he says, based on this concept, he says that HaKadosh Baruch when he created the world, he put the time of Gula in. He put the time of Gula. There is a certain time that there's going to be a goyal. However, the more chusum you have, the more chusum you have, then you're able to get it earlier. So the earlier generations, they had much more time to go before the Zman of the Gula. So they needed much more schusim in order to, to make it earlier. However, later on, as time went by, and the Yisurim and the Gullahs, they were all took away from the amount of schusim that we needed. There's less time now that's needed. So therefore, our generation needs less schusim technically for, because Zman is Zman, and we're going out at that time. Till that's man, we need less chosim in order to pay up that amount that we still owe to pay back. And the Chavetz Chaim also says, the famous maisa with the, with the innkeeper, I, I don't know if it's a maisa, I believe it's a maisa or if it's a mushal, but the innkeeper who was selling, uh, he was giving out water. And one of the people who came in said that there's sand in the water, what are you doing? You can't give water with there's still sand from the, from the outside, how could you do it? So, okay, he says, I'm a cobble never to put sand. And the next time there was a fire, and the guy was sitting there pulling out the sand from the water. So the guy said, what are you doing? We need water right away. He says, what do you mean? You told me you can't have sand. He says, it depends. Well, there's a fire. You don't worry about the sand. So that's what the Chavetz Chaim also had the same concept. He said that um, all you had to do in order to be counted as a mitzvah, you had to have the right kavonas, you had to do it lishmo, you had to do it with all, with all the right intentions. However, as you get closer and the Ikfid Mashiach come, it's like there's a fire burning. And when there's a fire burning, you know, you, you do the best you can. It will take anything, any type of mitzvahs that's being done, that would bring the gula. No, we should all be zeichet to the gula.